Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Lions TV, this is your post-match analysis video for yesterday's 1-1 draw against Preston on the TV, of course, Adam Barrett is in his second spell as interim manager following Gary Rowett's departure. And he got the point that I predicted in my preview. I did go for a 1-1 draw. Once again, I got it right. Once again, I didn't back it at the bookies. But as they always say, never bet on your own side. As always, let's kick off the show by taking a look at the 11 that the temporary gaffer picked to start the match. Okay, so I think it was four changes made, was it? I can't work out how it was four, but it was four, I'm pretty sure. It was Bartosz Balkowski in goal, three centre-backs, Cooper, Murray Wallace, and Wes Harding. It was Brooke Norton Cuffey, right wing-back, Joe Bryan, left wing-back, two central midfielders were Alan Campbell and Casper Denor, and then it was Ian Fleming in a 10 behind Idamo Maku for his first start for the club, and Tom Bradshaw. I'm going to kick the show off by saying I think that was pretty much what Rowett would have done. Of course, it was announced late on Wednesday that Rowett had left the club. So I think preparation and the Wilson would have already been in motion for that game. And I think that Barrett done the right thing, really, by not venturing too far away. He did start on Maku. That was a big talking point and a point that everyone was pleased with that that had happened. But I think, if I'm honest, with Nisbet out injured... And Bradshaw, our only fit striker, also a Watmore injured. I think that Rout was going to do that anyway. I don't think that was Adam Barrett's decision. I don't know that for sure. I'm just reading between the lines. Let's move on a little bit about the players and then Adam Barrett before I get into the game. The players, I'll go through it. Bolkowski thought we'd done well. What he had to do, really troubled in the game. The three centre-backs, I thought, played really well. And I thought that um, Cooper's defending was on point, along with Murray Wallace. Wes Harding as well, but definitely Cooper and Wes Harding looked a lot more confident on the ball and looked a lot more keen to progress out the back with the ball. Harding actually surprised me how well he did do on the ball and he, he definitely was involved in a few good things going forward for us that started Moose off. Alan Campbell, Casper Denor, I thought that Campbell was a lot, lot better and of course he did assist Zian Fleming for his goal and Fleming absolutely loves deep that. We'll get on to him in a minute. But yeah, definitely more from Campbell in this game. But I do feel he's, he's definitely capable more. And with the international break, that's given him a chance to get even fitter and more game time. And I say, I thought we'd done well. But definitely, I feel he can do even more than he did. Casper Lenore, this will cause controversy. I don't think he played too great. I thought he'd done okay. I thought he kept us ticking over like he always does. He did give the ball away a couple of times early in the game. One did lead to a chance 
for Preston to add to their league, which they'd already got early on. But I think that, I thought we'd done all right. I'm not going to sit here and say I thought he was absolutely outstanding. Wingbacks, Joe Bryan, solid, great delivery. At times, almost a too good delivery, and I think he needs to take a little bit off them. And he needs to realise that he's playing in the Championship now, not in the Premier League, against the likes of Man United and Liverpool, etc. Right back, right wing back, Brooke Norton Cuffey. Of course, he was going to come back in after Danny McNamara's performance against Hull. And I thought he did well. I've said I don't rate him. Again, I'm going to have to put him in the Denor bracket. I think some of you are getting too excited about him. That's just my opinion. I think that he's too advanced at times. Um, he's okay going forward, but when he gets there with a the final ball, instead of trying to go round a player, he just sort of just runs into him and tries to pile through him. Um, but it's weird, because at times, a mate of mine watched the game yesterday, he was a neutral. He's actually an Arsenal fan, and he said he looked really good. He was sort of walking past players. And he's definitely got potential. I thought he defended really well yesterday, especially in the second half, breaking up play. Um, and, and at times when he was isolated, he was turning Preston over, not just stopping their attack, but winning the ball back and getting us on the counter, winning free kicks or dragging us up the pitch. And in the second half, he got his deliveries right as well. And I thought he had a decent game. Someone said on my comments, you said he was shit. Well, if someone's played shit, I'll say they've played shit. But then if they play well, I'll say they play well. I won't be that stubborn you know, and that my own ass that if someone that was playing shit starts playing good, I'll, I will recognise that. So, you know, I am open to criticism. I realise that. And I thought he did do well. However, he still does do that thing where he just tries to run through people. We don't try and, you know, knock it around him and use his pace or use a little cutback or a drag back. Like he did do in the second half, to be fair, to get a good cross in the box on his left foot. If he can add that to his game, then, yeah, definitely interested in keeping him, you know, a little bit more long-term, but I think it will only be to the end of the season, and I think you'll see him go back to Arsenal. Uh, midfielders I've covered, Zian Fleming has to play in that 10. We had the 10, and we had the two strikers, and if we don't play that 10, we are so disjointed, and the midfielders that Rowett used to like to sit deep are so far away from them three strikers. There's just there's just no continuity, there's no togetherness, there's no shape. Um, we can't press high, and with Fleming that 10, it definitely works better for him and for the team. Brilliant goal, made it look very easy. He actually said in real time he didn't think it was as good as it looked on the TV when he watched it back. And then up front, Ida Momaku and Tom Bradshaw. Tom Bradshaw runs tirelessly for the team, works really hard. I just feel Bradshaw might play better as an out-and-out lone striker. I think when you stick someone with him, he's not as effective. That's not a criticism of him, because I love him, you know that. But yeah, definitely he was... He was involved in the Maku's chance to hit the bar. But other than that, I thought he was a little bit... Qu he still worked hard, but obviously he didn't have any chances to, to get a shot on goal. But I felt when Amaku went off and Longman come on, and then we went to the one up front, I felt he looked a lot better. I noticed him a lot more on the pitch. Idemo Amaku, honestly, um, few boys yesterday said they didn't know who would be man of the match. Well, Maku got it on Sky Sports. And listen, maybe I'm getting carried away. As I say, some of you get carried away with Norton Cuffey and Denor. I thought it was absolutely sensational yesterday. I've said in the past that I think he could progress into a central striker. When we bought him from Shamrock Rovers, I think it was, I thought he was a, a, you know, a, a winger, a young winger. And we've seen with wingers, wide players in the, in the past, you know, Tyler Bury, Romain Essay, two very different types of player in terms of attitude because Romain Essay plays with a smile on his face and Tyler Bury, you know, he had a bit of attitude about him, didn't he? But for me, Amaku, who I thought was a wide player, could definitely progress into a striker. And I think I undersold Amaku, um, especially his hold-up play. But saying about um, Bury and SA, two opposite characters, I could just see, and I've said this for a long time, right here, right now, I think Amaku's going to go ahead of SA. Maybe not long-term in their careers, but he has got a look of desire, hunger, and anger. On his face, and I fucking love it. He is so determined 
to succeed, and he will succeed. And I thought yesterday he was brilliant. He worked well with Fleming because Fleming was linking the play, yes, and I always say about you know the team being as one as a unit in the right areas of the pitch. He was getting balls fired into him, rolling defenders with one touch, creating things out of nothing. Even in the second half, he did it from a, from a throw. We had a throw, Joe Bryan took it, and he, he's out near the touchline, nothing on, nothing around him, and he just rolls the defender and plays in Fleming. Fleming couldn't get the shot off on that occasion. Um, Adam Barrett, I'm going to cover. I didn't factor in Adam Barrett when I did the video with Benjamin Bloom in the week saying that who could be our next manager. Um, I had said as well previously in the week that, I think I said this to my mates, I don't think I said it on camera, that in my opinion, Barrett's been a great servant to the club. However, I would like to see him leave when a new manager comes in. That's nothing personal, but I think he's got to go because he's been there since Harris was there or maybe even before. Um, Paul Robinson, the one that Rowett brought in, the ex-West Brom left back, I really like him as well, but I think they've got to go. I think they've all got to go and have a complete clear out to allow the new manager coming in the opportunity to bring his staff in and put his stamp on things. But I'm going to say, Adam Barrett, I don't know if you've seen it on social media. I did repost it on our Instagram from the club's official Instagram account. It went out on Twitter as well, I know. I can't put it on the screen, obviously, due to copyright reasons, but I'll put a little screen grab of it uh, because what I saw there from Adam Barrett in terms of reaction, passion, uh, pride, determination to win, Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. That was written all over his face, and I saw more in that 15-second clip from Barrett than I saw in the whole of four years of Gary Rowley in charge. I looked into it a bit more. He's a high-level coach. I know the players respect him a lot. I know that from from from, from other areas, but um, he's played over 600 games in, in league football, and Barrett, I didn't even realise that. I'm not saying give him the job full-time, but what I'm saying is I didn't factor him in 
into that Benjamin Bloom thing. I have said as well that if you're going to go out and get a Gary Monk, a Steve Bruce, etc., etc., I'd rather not bother with that and give it to a young, hungry manager. So I definitely think he'll fall into the um, wage structure for the club. I think the club could potentially be interested in giving it to Barrett. I'm not sure. We'll wait and see. But I didn't factor him in. And I just want to say fair play to him. He took the team on yesterday um, at short notice. Difficult circumstances. Difficult place to go. And I thought he'd done really well. I thought he did add something to the team. I thought we looked a lot more confident on the ball. They looked like a lot more togetherness. A lot more go about them. Um, and I thought they looked more confident on the ball. A bit more bold. And I think he definitely has something to do with that, Barrett. So fair play to him. And if he gets the job... Well, we wait and see who gets the job, but I won't say anything on that just yet. But look, moving into the game, terrible start. Slow start. Could have been 1-0 down after one minute. I said this is my full-time reaction. Was 1-0 down after two minutes. Could have been 2-0 down after five minutes. I don't know what that is. We, you know, we do start slow sometimes. But when we let in the goal, you know, we didn't let our heads drop too much. We come back into the game and we slowly progressed into it and took over that first half. Their goal's soft. From our point of view, it's a good goal from their point of view. Two of their players over but the left touchline was sort of four, four or five of our players. And somehow they just worked their way out of that tight situation. Play it along the box, people free. And it slammed home a little bit after that. I said two minutes later, they go for it again. Lucky on this occasion, it was struck straight down the throat of Bolkowski who parries it. Um, and another one dragged just wide. But then we got into the game and said, you saw Cooper travelling out of the back. You saw Harding. They looked a lot more assured and confident on the ball. And slowly but surely, we took over the first half. Amaku was absolutely scaring the shit out of them with his pace. They didn't know how to cope with him and his determination and his desire to try and make things happen. And at 19 years old, take the responsibility. I thought it was a brilliant, brilliant performance. I know he didn't score his goal. He nearly got one. Pressed another corner. We break. Uh, header clear. And again, counter-attack with pace and, and intent and desire. People joining in, bodies up the pitch. Tom Bradshaw, lovely little flick over the top. And Lamaku gets it in his own half. Drives for goal. He's got three in support against two Preston players. I would rather he go for goal there. I hate that when they fuck around, try and pass the responsibility. And then before you know it, the moves broke down. or we've gone backwards and it's at Bart's feet. Um, he gets in the box. Only one thing on his mind. Strike. Great sliding challenge from the Preston defender to get something on it. Great save from Freddie Woodman, who's quite far out of his goal. Um, and that touch that he took, I thought he was going to loop over the bar. Actually, hits the bar, drops back into play, um, and it's cleared away. After that, he gets it again to Maku. Ball drilled into him. Must have been from Murray Wallace or Cooper, because he's over that side of the pitch. And he controls it with one, rolls the defender, who's all over his back with another, takes another Preston player out at the same time, travels again 30, 40 yards towards goal, and his shot from the edge of the box was slightly deflected by two Preston players that also ended up on the floor. But the desire, determination, and confidence he showed on the ball was absolutely brilliant. Eventually, we get the breakthrough. Um, Alan Campbell turns them over high, plays it to Fleming. Fleming, again, controls it and rolls his man with one motion, and he fires in an absolutely brilliant shot past Woodman. Um, goes high, comes back down. That's how I wondered at the time, how did Woodman not get that? Because he was in the middle of the goal, and he was in the middle of the goal. But he actually, if you see the replay from behind the goal, it goes right up and dips back down. And the Bermondsey Burkham gets back on the score sheet. As I said, Deepdale was a happy hunting ground for him, and I hope that... Long may that continue now that he's got his form back a little bit and he can kick on like he did last year after Preston, maybe slightly before Preston. Um, and then at half-time, you could see their manager, Ryan Lowe, he, he was craving half-time. Their defenders could not deal with Amaku's pace. And half-time would have done them more of a favour than it would have done us. Second half, it did, it did filter out a little bit, but we was rarely... Under pressure, I can't remember a save that Bolkowski had to make. There was one right at death where good boy from them from the left. 
and um, Murray Wallace gets across and gets a block on it before he can shoot a goal. Thought Murray Wallace defended really well. Again, I've been critical of him lately, saying he's past it now. But he was definitely at it along with the other centre-backs. Along with the whole team, really. I wouldn't say any of them didn't play well. Thought they all had good performances. Again, you know, we get away with one towards the end. And it's the, it's the one I always say that if, if VAR was in the Championship, we'd have a, a lot more points. Well, if VAR was in the Championship yesterday, we could have possibly lost that game because we definitely would have conceded a penalty. I've seen it again, you know, with the Arsenal game yesterday, and I think it happened, I didn't see the Everton-Liverpool game, but it happened there as well. For me, and for Gary Neville, if it's good enough for, for Gary, it's good enough for me. It's not a penalty, unfortunately, but in the laws of the game now, it is a penalty. Brooke Norton Cuffey jumps up, his body's everywhere, he's used his arm to elevate, but his arms are still up, it's him on the end, it should have been a penalty in the laws of the game to Preston, and if that was in, say, the Premier League and Advar, it wouldn't have been... You know, it wouldn't have been missed. It would have been a penalty for them. Got away with one there. Got away with one at Plymouth as well with a Zeeham Fleming elbow. So, look, that suits us. It's evening itself out because we do get a lot of bad decisions and we never get decisions for Jay Cooper in penalty areas when we probably should. Um, but, yeah, look, the, the, the second half was okay. You know, we thought we'd done well. Thought we were in control of the game. I weren't shitting myself with a, with a three minutes additional. Thinking, oh, we could concede and we could concede. I thought we looked comfortable. The only downside to the game is Ida Mamaku going off. Of course, he was tracking back. Goes in for a slight tackle. Got up, looked like he was holding his hamstring. And uh, then two minutes after that, he's on the floor. And Norton Cuffey's got his foot pushing his heel up. Looks like he had a, a spot of cramp as well. So, yanked him off. Hopefully, that's precaution more than anything else. Because, of course, we are in action against Blackburn at home on Tuesday. Which I'm looking forward to. Um, and that's it. Yeah, that's your post-match analysis done. I'm not sure if a manager will be appointed before Tuesday. I think, potentially, they could. And they could announce it on Tuesday to give the crowd a boost and maybe parade him before the home game against Blackburn. Um, I think that would be good for the club. I think that would be good for the fans. They might even announce Adam Barrett. Who knows? But look, only time will tell. I will be back tomorrow for a preview for the Blackburn game. Blackburn still sends shudders down my spine. Of course, that's how it all ended for us last season, on the last day of the season. In emphatically bad Millwall-type fashion... But I think we'll do all right against him. But that's a, another video for another day. That's tomorrow. Good point on the road. As I predicted, pleased with the team. Good all-round performances. Ida Motomaku, sensational. And a really good first managerial. Although it is temporary and could remain temporary. Game in charge for Adam Barrett. Please subscribe to Lions TV. Come on, you Lions. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry shampoo, Chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.